McMaster's homecoming was canceled this year. Uh, why? COVID-19. So I guess uh, students that go to Mac took it upon themselves to organize what is called a uh, faux, a fake homecoming, a FOCO, they call it. Andrew Marazowski is editor-in-chief at The Silhouette. It's a McMaster student-run paper, and he joins the show now to talk about this riot that ensued on the weekend at McMaster University in the afternoon. We we know that uh, a car was just absolutely trashed and overturned. They, you know, we've seen pictures of tons of students um, in an area called Ainsley Woods, which is just south of McMaster uh, Hospital and uh, and the university. It just debauchery. It was a riot. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Kelly. I think a lot of people would say uh, this is normal. I mean, in some case, we know that kids during homecoming go a little bananas and we're going to see crowds. But to me, uh, I lived in Hamilton for a while. This is abnormal for Mac students. Can you uh, speak to the damage that ensued over the weekend? Maybe give us an idea of the area of Hamilton uh, where this occurred. Yeah, so uh, just like you said, it was uh, Ainsleywood area uh, south of Main Street, which is south of uh, of the school on Dalewood. So historically, the homecoming party has always occurred on Dalewood. Uh, about two years ago, McMaster, what they did to kind of uh, prevent these big parties from happening is they actually moved the homecoming football game uh, to the Friday of reading week because they knew all students aren't going to be are going to be in Hamilton. So no one's going to throw the party. So to kind of combat that, what students did is they threw their FOCO party or fake homecoming. Um, and they threw it on what historically would be uh, the, the week before uh, reading week would happen. So that's kind of what happened this year, except the homecoming football game was actually this past Saturday. So it was technically speaking a real homecoming party. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the street party is not university sanctioned. Uh, so when I went to go uh, take photographs and do some coverage for the silhouette, what I saw just blew me away. Thousands of students in the streets, no masks, no social distancing. It was like uh, the last 18 months have not happened at all. And I do think a lot of it had to do with that. Um, students ripping signs out of the concrete, out of the sidewalk, uh, students up in tree branches, throwing things down at the crowds. A student almost fell out of a tree. It was just, uh, I have never seen something like this happen before. Yeah, debauchery. It's shocking. It's uh, it's it's hard to wrap your, your head around this. I know that the... Um, the president of McMaster University has offered an apology on behalf of McMaster students. That seems ridiculous. He said, on their behalf, I apologize for this behavior, particularly by those who cause damage and put anyone at risk. Such actions are completely unacceptable. To me, that seems ridiculous. How do you apologize for people that you've never met before? Uh, if your apology is a way of McMaster accepting responsibility, which I think it isn't, uh, then maybe that says something because I don't think they're going to accept the responsibility. There's a lot of property damage here, uh, which could end up in um, some serious, um, you know, people it, going after the university if they took, uh, I would I would think, responsibility 100%. for this. So that's probably not going to happen. Um, did the university get out in front of this? Did they issue any kind of warning before the weekend that they will this this kind of behavior will not be tolerated? Yeah, so the Student Affairs Department of the University sent out a letter to uh, 
to all the houses in the area. Um, and in the letter, it basically said, like, we know that there's going to be some sort of party going on. We just want to remind students to be uh, safe, responsible community members in the Hamilton area. Um, and then they went on to say that they're working close. The university is working closely with Hamilton Police Services and Hamilton Bylaw. So if any students are caught breaking the law, essentially, uh, they're going to be subject to the McMaster Code. And what that is, it's basically um, quite a strict document outlining like the rights and responsibilities that students and faculty have uh, within the McMaster community to the McMaster community. And students uh, caught violating this code are subject to uh, suspension or uh, to be expelled from the university. So that's what the university kind of led with. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not that's actually going to happen, I have no idea. Um, I can't imagine uh, an institution like McMaster going all the way to expel students. Why? Uh, it, it just doesn't seem like the kind of culture that this university has, um, at least in, in my experience with the last four years of being on campus. Uh, I, I frankly think it was just scare tactics, to be completely honest with you. Sorry, I want you to back up and, and talk about the culture then. What are you saying? Are you saying that you think that over the past four years, you've noticed that McMaster has allowed um, a, a culture, you know, that that would um, enable this behavior to start to, to fester and grow? It's a very fine line. Like, I wouldn't say that they've enabled it, but I also wouldn't say that they've done anything to prevent it. Um, you have an organization like McMaster that knows year after year, these big street parties are happening and McMaster university, all they do is send out a physical letter the day before they don't do it over email. When most of the students are online, uh, there's students from outside of McMaster that came to, to the area. Uh, I know I was at Costco the other day and one of uh, the employees there was telling me that her daughter came from Guelph to the homecoming party. Like, it's not just McMaster students anymore. It's people mm. from all over coming to to party. And That's nothing new. Party? I'm going to admit, I think I was at a McMaster homecoming. I went to Ryerson. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, but we weren't trashing cars. I mean, the worst that happened was there were some parties. They certainly weren't like street parties like this out of control. This was years ago. You know, maybe uh, people had to spray their sidewalk because there was vomit on it in the morning. Uh, might have woken up to a couple of students sleeping on their front lawn, which is, it's not a good look, but I mean, this goes well beyond. So, you know, how is the university supposed to take responsibility for students that aren't even their own? Well, I can tell you that in my opinion, it does not start with a letter from the president apologizing on behalf of the students. Um, two years ago, what the McMaster Students Union did is they, uh, held like a cleanup uh, on the Sunday. So the day after the uh, homecoming party to go and clean up uh, the Dalewood street, which did not happen this year. And I have absolutely no reason why, because again, it's not like these institutions at the university didn't know this was going to happen. Right. Cause they it sent out an, everywhere. they sent out the letter. They sent out the letter. Students all it, over the McMaster subreddit were commenting, Oh, when's Hoko? Oh, it's October, uh, October 2nd. Like, this was a known thing. So Okay, I just, so how I, could yeah. they, beyond the letter that they sent out and beyond an email, how could they have prevented something like this from going down? I'm just curious on what you think. Well, and that's that's the tricky situation, right? How do you prevent 5,000 students from uh, getting together in the middle of a street? 
I was reading the Hamilton Police Services report that they sent out uh, at their press release that they got a call around 1230 that there was a large gathering happening on Dalewood. Now, I'm, I'm wondering, could there have been more on that front? Uh, could the university have been harder on their stance of if we see you there, you're getting suspended regardless of mm. if, right? Like Shut it down. The threat exactly. of, of shutting it down. But then it could bring up legal problems of, well, how can you prove this? How can you prove that? Um, I, like Hamilton Police Services right now are looking for what we assume is a student uh, who they believe uh, was the leading force behind uh, smashing the the car and flipping it. Uh, so but pretty, even it's, it's a pretty high resolution photo of this kid. Somebody is like, oh my God, that's our knucklehead son. Yeah. And that's the, that's the saddening part too, right? We're all at this place for higher education. These are our future doctors, our future lawyers. And this is what they choose to do with their free time. I don't know that we can say they're the future doctors or future lawyers because we don't have any proof what, uh, you know, uh, the courses they were enrolled in. But this guy, is he wearing Mac garb? It looks like it. He's wearing yeah. maroon. He's wearing gray. Um, but the with the description, if you didn't have the high resolution photo, if all they said he was wearing gray, red, maroon khakis, that's everybody who was at that street party. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a sea of that. So do you anticipate that the school is going to get really serious here? And if they identify anybody uh, through social media pictures, uh, if they are going to expel them? I suspect if they don't expel, they'll at least suspend. Like at this point, it's uh, it's not just the Hamilton community looking at this anymore. It's the entire province, the entire country even, that are looking at McMaster and asking what is going on at that school. Yeah, some donors are saying they might, you know, think about pulling the uh, donations. Yeah, it, it's not... Right now, it's not a good time to be associated with the McMaster community. And it's because of the 5,000 students who went and uh, were breaking the COVID bylaws in Hamilton and in the province. Are you embarrassed? I'm frankly very embarrassed as not just a former student, but as an employee of the university. It's, I feel like it's tarnished our reputation. I want to thank you for your time, Andrew. It's been uh, really great talking to you. And I think we're going to have a conversation with the listenership now on what they think should happen. But uh, thanks for setting it up. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me.